Zillman Fusion. Beginning in five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's Geek Stuff, TNG. Who? The longest-running geek-related podcast out there, Geek Stuff, TNG. Allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, also, really. Who the hell are you? I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made-up names. Um, I'm Spider-Man, then. I am the Senate. I am the Sandwich. I can handle things! I'm smart! Not like everybody says! They don't know what it's like running a sandwich shop. You know, it takes a village to run uh, the sandwich shop. Look at that. He's making me cry. I'm Groot. I am Batman. I am West Coast Scott. Great Scott! Oh, actually, he's the boss. I just pay for everything and design everything and make everyone look cooler. I am Big Kev. Who the hell knows why talent does what they do? That's why they're talent. Me and Scott. Yeah. yeah, the real talent on the show. Oh boy, as I like to say you're gonna need a bigger potion. I have a very long history with those characters. Scott will remember this, but Sandwich won't because he was four. I understood that reference. I am Optimus Prime. Why did you say that name? Punch it. Yes. Does that automatically turn on the on the air sign outside of uh, everyone's room? Yes. So that there's absolutely no distractions while we're trying to record this show, right? Because it's a professional podcast. Oh, we're very professional. Very professional. All right, when are we starting? Oh, I thought we already started. That's how professional we are. You, you can't even tell when we started. That's how professional this, this program is. No, no, he's he's playing the bit because he knows we started. So he's thank just you. thank you, sandwich. Yes, recognizing the bit. Bit, do the bit, do the bit. There there are. All right, why don't why don't we just do the social medias? Sandwich, you do the social medias this week. Why don't we just uh, do it? Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah do you know any of the social media sandwich? Oh, like you could find us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Geeks of TNG. Um, if you want to call into the show and leave a wonderful message, you can do that at uh fuck. 
201-730-2547. Do you ever try to activate your own fucking Pavlov response? It's really hard, actually, because you have to try to, like, trigger yourself. Um, or you can email us at geeksoftng at gmail.com. Uh, also, you know, if you want to be part of the show, you join us over at the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash geeksoftng. There's many wonderful levels of fun and joy that happen for the show. Like at the, what the hell, why, are you all buttoned up? <laughs> I don't get I'm the joke. Professional. Professional. There you go. I'm uh, at the at the first tier, at the one dollar tier, only a dollar. That's all it takes. Uh you can take part in our wonderful Geeks of TNG Discord. Uh if you want to talk to any of us at mention us. Um three dollar tier, you get the sh- it's the early bird special. You get the show a day and a half early. What's up? Why are you look confused? Wasn't there some Patreon thing where we gotta like claim our name or some shit? I never I heard of that. I don't, I, I don't get that notification because I am oh, not important enough I, for that. I have to look at Patreon. Do I still have Patreon? Oh, Discord, I mean. Patreon, idiot. Welcome to the new layout. Okay. Anywho, so, um, you know, the $3 tier is early bird specialty. That's where you get the shows of Geeks of TNG. Uh, yes. But I just I was like, no, that's wrong. It's big kind of geek stuff. Uh you get geeks of TNG a, a day early, uh, from when we record. And a sneak peek at the prep sheet. The five dollar tier, you get the bonus round where you get episodes of uh the ye old big kids geek stuff and other stuff we do. Uh at the ten dollar tier, you get to see us live when all of the technology is working is our technology working i don't know i don't know the current technology update so the current Uh, update is we are recording the zoom and then putting that on the patreon for that tier however uh next week we're going to send out invitations for them to join the zoom live so next week live will be live right now it's live to tape like the tonight show the tonight show was a late night talk show with johnny carson apparently um Scott is doing some producing. <laughs> Scott Isn't produces. Right? Once a year, whether I need to or not. Um, all right, so why don't we do this? Geek stuff. What's in the news? Thank God. Yeah. I'll let I'm you off reading... the hook on that, on that uh, social media sandwich. You got to practice that more. Usually there's a producer for that. Yeah. I got scared. I'm reading on Discord that Huracan... Uh, this year on November 23rd, 2024, is Sandwich's favorite Long Island show. That is, in fact, my favorite Long Island show. Not because it's the only Long Island show I like, but because, yes, Huracan in Long Island. It's East Rockaway, Long Island. Is that uh, correct? East Rockaway, New York. Because, you know, there's no, there is no state of Long Island yet. Oh, I see. Now, Staten Island, fun fact, Staten Island, I despise. <laughs> Long Island, I can tolerate. What about Manhattan? Manhattan, I fucking would blow it up if I could. <laughs> I would do it for free. You don't have to pay me. I'll just do it. I mean, fucking... maybe maybe you should connect with, uh, hold on. 
We have breaking news in the Pentagon's leaked classified documents. His arrest comes after the Washington oh. Post released a stunning new interview with a teenager who claims he knows the alleged leaker. ABC's Rena Roy has the breaking details. The teen calling the leaker OG, telling the paper he did not want to disclose OG's identity, location, instead describing OG as a charismatic, gun-loving gamer. I mean, well, you know, I am a teen who does know OG. Yeah. If I were to describe him, he would be a charismatic, gun-loving gamer. Your no, I can't. Underwear, your underwear is teen. Now, if I can't discuss open investigations, you know, because the show doesn't want to get involved in that. But, you know, if I were a teen who knew an OG, I might describe him in that kind of way. Oodalali. Somebody called Yotaru Vegeta sent me a friend request. On Discord? That is, that's is that Vicious Smith? It's Vicious Smith, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> It's Vegeta. Like I care. He's in Fortnite. That's how you should know him. He's one of those Dragon Ball peoples. Dragon Ball Dragon Z. Balls. Dragon Balls. Is it Dragon, Dragon Balls, Balls or Dragon Ball Z? Dragon, Dragon Ball. Ball Z. There's Dragon Ball and there's Dragon Ball Z. Mm -hmm. Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball is when he was a kid. And the Dragon Ball Z is when he's like a adult. Got it. And then there's more. But we won't get into that today. All right. No, we won't. Let's, no one. Let's talk talk about the box office. Um, Madam Web. Yeah. Oof. Was a movie. Is all I have to say. Madam Web. I mean, it is just. I don't know. This is the Madam Web sound effect. You, you, you're. It looked like you were stunned at how good and quality the movie was. I mean, I know that th that there's a lot of like hate out there for movies, and you a know, a lot some of hate people... out there for that movie. But but I mean, this is like universal. Everyone is just, oh, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. Uh, I I heard like the NPR critic said the screenwriting is atrocious. Um. The editing is bad. The special effects are bad. The story is bad. Everything is bad. Yeah. And, and and everything that you wanted out of this movie happens in the last two minutes. There you go. So I mean, again, I, we I only know. see Sydney Sweeney in the that outfit in the last two minutes. Right. So oh, I have not that's seen everything it. That most people want out of the movie. Right. I, now I haven't seen it, but I believe what they're saying is, it's the setup for a Spider Woman movie right there but those three characters that would be the three spider women including sydney sweeney for the whole movie they don't that's a flash forward that's a madam webb seeing into the future at the end of the movie is what i have heard so you well, don't I see them see. in costume at all until the movie's over and that's a flash forward and, and again and the Thanks. scene that sydney sweeney was talking about where she gets to hang upside down like spider woman didn't even make the cut. That's not in the actual movie. So if it's you want to those, see that screen, see, just see that sucks because that's one of those scenes that are like, oh, you're gonna want to see this movie because this scene's in it, and then you take it out, and then you just make me sad, mm -hmm. and then you make some other people soft, and then yeah, it's a whole other thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah. So just just universally panned. Everybody hated it, and and again, it's not. It's the prequel to what should have been this movie, right? That's that's what I've heard. Has anybody yeah. heard anything different other than it sucked? Uh, nope. 
It's funny, my manager saw it today and he was telling me, like, oh, me and my wife liked it, I guess. I mean, it wasn't great, but... <laughs> I guess. That's a ringing endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad, I guess. But the, but the I, I didn't walk the... out. <laughs> I didn't walk out of the movie. Has there ever been a movie that you've walked out of? Because it was so bad? No. Yes, one time. What what movie was yours? Uh, the Avatar, the Avatar: The Last Airbender movie. The live action one. Yes. Yeah, the the M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong one. Yes. See, I I was even a kid, and I looked at my dad and said, "We don't have to be here anymore." He's like, "Okay, good." Because mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of that property, so I was really excited. And we saw the movie, and I think I got like forty minutes in, and I looked at my father and I said, "Hey, do you want to go?" He's like, "Yeah, okay, we can go now." So I'm sorry. Before we get back to let's just stick on Avatar for a minute. What are your thoughts on the new, the Netflix live action that's coming out? Well, so I I like some things. I don't like some other things I've heard. One thing I heard, which I hate the idea of is that the people who are making the show said we want to make this movie this show uh enticing for game of thrones fans now for those who don't know avatar is a fucking kids cartoon so <laughs> why the hell would you want to make it enticing you know why game of thrones fans hey because they're people will watch it yeah but the characters are 11 and 12 like you you can't age them up to be like oh now I'm eighteen, and then also there is a brother sister pair in the show. So if you're trying to appease Game of Thrones fans, you can't make the brother and sister you know Lannister oh each other. Oh my! So I I like some of the casting. I some of it. I mean, it's gonna be hard to make some of it look good because you know the powers. You know, if you're controlling water, you can only make CGI water look so good. And same for like air, fire, and earth. You can do relatively well because fire just you know you can do that pretty well CGI. But I don't know. I like some of the casting calls. Uh, the guy who's playing the uncle of the season one protagonist, I liked him a lot in Kim's Convenience. He played the dad in Kim's Convenience, so I'm excited for that because I like the actor and I like the character a lot. Oh my! But uh, that's where I'm at right now. I'm excited, but not like I'm not jumping for joy anymore. Like I initially, I was really excited for the show. Now, since I've seen more stuff, it's like oh no, I'm really scared now for how you fucked this up. So the the cast uh, has said that the movie that you said you walked out of is the perfect example of what not to do. So they got that going. Yeah, for no, them. don't do that. M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong did not know what he was doing with that. Yeah. Uh, so I've never walked out of a movie. But the one time that I considered it, and I was all I almost did, was Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Ah, the dumbest movie I've ever seen. You completely took that the wrong way. If you were ready to walk out on it, it was, it was just, it was horrible. It wasn't even campy. It was just dumb. It, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. It was awful. <laughs> you went to a movie called Abraham Lincoln <laughs> Vampire Hunter. And you're complaining about it being dumb. I guess I don't know. Maybe it's my own fault. But yeah, I, that's the only I mean, one I almost. I almost. I, mean, I don't want to be that guy, but it just got you there a little bit. I mean. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's your own fault. Maybe. Um, you know, it's funny. There's another movie I forgot even existed because I deleted it from my brain. Um, does anyone remember the uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley movie Holmes and Watson? 
no no i no you know what that is the only sherlock adjacent thing i think i haven't seen good um you're better off no um, i still want to see it i mean a comic take oh like my that, god it was probably be very so bad and well, normally those so two bad. are good together, though. So that's that, that that movie was one of the worst movies I've seen in a good while. It was bad. Like one Razzie's bad. I want to see it. Some it won the worst picture at the Razzies. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, I won a bunch of awards at the Razzies, actually. Yeah, that's not good. So. It, it also it looks like Madam Web killed uh, Silk the Spider Society. That that was an Amazon animated thing that they, they put that on pause. So maybe that oh, one yeah. will be moving. Yeah. Well, forward. and no one should be surprised by that either. Sony has no idea what they're doing with no. the with the Spider Man franchise. No idea. It's one colossal screw up after another, and now we have Craven to look forward to. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're, they're doing it right really, with the animated. They're just doing it. To, are they to keep the rights well yes no no the, the across the universe is great i mean you know the the, the end of the spider-verse across the spider-verse those are winning awards and everybody loves them it just won yeah, those, those an annie awesome. award uh seven wins at the annie awards including best feature so i mean the the spider-verse was, was annie herself there i i don't know the sun will come out tomorrow i don't know what the annie awards are. i've never heard of them but you uh, cited them very knowingly like they won annie awards I'm trying to uh, remember what the girl's name was that played Annie in the movie. So I met her several years ago. She's oh, still adorable. It, it must be Animation Awards Annie. I get it. I thought Annie it was Anakin Skywalker. I can't remember her name, but still adorable. I have a photo somewhere. With Annie? But yeah. And with that, we will bring to a I close. Mean, we might as well. But yeah, so back to back to Sony. Like they are just making these films so that they can keep the rights to Spider Man, right? That's the only reason. Yeah, no. Yeah. There's no I mean I mean, at some point, even Fox was like, yo, we can't do this anymore. The FF, I think, is what did it. That terrible FF movie, I think, is what did it for them. Maybe Spider. Uh, Madam Web, maybe Madam Web will will be. It. I mean, Craven's already done, but maybe Madam Web will be the end of it for, you know, for for these Sony Spider Verse pictures because, man, they just get worse and worse seemingly. Yeah, I mean, so and now you Disney... know what? I like the idea of what's his name, um, Kick Ass as. Craven, I love that trailer. I like the trailer. I don't love it. I like the trailer. They're making him more of an anti-hero than, than the villain that he is. But that said, I still like that trailer. Aaron something is that his name? I forget which one. Aaron Tyler something. I can't remember if it, what that kid's name is. He's one of the two Quicksilvers. Yes, and he and the other Quicksilver were both in Kickass together. So weird um but yeah i mean i would Aaron taylor johnson that's it yeah so i mean i'm gonna watch madam web when it comes to streaming you know i'm gonna watch 
uh, I, I still haven't watched Morbius, but I'm committed to at least watching it when it streams because, you know, at least then. Whew. Yeah. That, I that, can that, also that, watch it in pieces where I don't have to sit through the whole thing. Right. I was going to say that yawn is the perfect thing for Morbius. I think what I feel most about Morbius was like, a lot of times a superhero movie will have some kind of turn or some kind of, not, not like a twist, but, you know, like someone somewhat unexpected becomes the bad guy and it's not just very clear from the opening scene of the movie who's the bad guy and who's the good guy and it's you know i mean there was none of that in morbius nothing was unexpected it just plays out exactly like it has to and it was not exciting in it at any point so i mean yeah which is what is giving me pause about watching it i want to because i i you know like I thought the trailer was excellent. And so the fact that the movie was terrible, Madam Webb's trailer was not good, and apparently neither was the movie. Now, here comes Craven. Pretty good trailer. But is the movie going to suck? Based on history, yes. So I'll be surprised and delighted if it doesn't suck. But I also don't know. I, I also wonder if they're going to tie it into the other movies. Are they going to tie it into Spider Man? Are they going to tie it into Morbius and and Venom? And you know, like there there've been these loose little ties here and there, including Michael Keaton appear at the end of Morbius. I think so. So you know, yeah. Like, the after credit was in the trailer, by the way. Yeah, yeah. A Morbius, yeah. So, like, I mean, that's kind of where I'm like, you know, are they going to try to do some ham-handed, you know, thing there as well? I mean, Sony, I mean, for God's sake, even even Warner Brothers has the wherewithal to cut projects before they cost more money to fail. Batwoman, you know, or Batgirl, whatever that movie was, they just cut all together, even though it was filmed. Uh, you know, and whatever the other, there's 10 other projects, I'm sure. I don't get it. I just don't get, like, why not cut your losses here, Sony? You know, just give it back to Mar I mean, even if you just do it in conjunction, let Marvel do the work. You know, let Marvel films do the work, and you just sit back and take a, you know, take your cut, whatever it is renegotiate with marvel and just take a cut let them let them do it they clearly can do it better now granted the movies of late you know and tv shows don't fully support that but i mean whatever the worst if, if marvel's if the marvel's was the worst marvel movie nobody is going oh madam webb was better than the marvels in fact i'm hearing the exact opposite i'm hearing it was way worse than the marvels so i don't know i don't know who makes those decisions at sony but stupid just stupid i mean yeah they keep making the brand of spider-man worse at some point disney's gonna start you know it's like that negotiating tactic where you say hundred and the other guy says 50 and then then you say 90 and he says 60 or whatever you know you just and like eventually disney's going to start offering less you know they're going to be 
Well, it never they never get offered less for Tom Holland Spider-Man. And that is clearly the only thing that they're interested in because asking Kevin Fahey if these are Marvel MCU movies, you know, he's pretty much universally said no. So it's it's not like there's not an argument to that effect that it's somehow different. You know, that it, it that it's uh that these are MCU films. And there was a quote, it's a thing on I think I don't know if it's a meme or what on on Facebook. It said that Sydney Sweeney said in an interview how happy she is to be part of the MCU. And the meme is like, somebody tell her she's not part of the MCU. Oh, <laughs> well, sorry. She, the SSU, the Sony Spider-Man universe, which is not the MCU. Spumsy. And I can't blame I can't blame for Kevin Fahey or Disney or or anybody in that in in that office. I can't blame them for dis, you know, kind of distancing themselves from these pieces of shit movies. So <laughs> they're either going to have to turn it over to Marvel to clean up or, you know, like at some point I think Sony's just going to have to wake up and realize they don't know how to make these movies. They don't know what to do with these characters. Well, again, though, they're also trying to make Spider-Man movies without Spider-Man. Like, that's the other problem is they're making movies about the villains because they don't, they can't make the Spider-Man movie. If Spider-Man was in it for a moment, then it would be, it, it might make a difference. I don't think it would. It's still, a even if he swung through at some point, like old school Marvel you know, old school Marvel books, continuity wise, you'd, you'd see if any story took place in New York, you'd see Spider-Man swing through one panel. I don't think that would help here. I don't think that would help at all here. And I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know. But was there any reference to was there any reference to Spider-Man? I don't know. I just did a thing and a bubble came up. Did you see that? I did. Does, is it Zoom? Is, do, is Zoom doing hand gestures? I don't know. Is Zoom doing the hand thing? I saw it. You didn't click on anything? No. That's weird. Click. I'm on an iPad. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's move on from Sony screwing up Spider-Man. Um, let's see. I, you know, this was a good story. Did you see that Christian Bale built uh, 12 homes for foster kids in California? so that foster kids could stay with their families. Oh, I feel good. It's a very nice feel-good story. And, of course, the obvious joke is uh, that's Batman taking in, you know, foster kids. Are they all going to get costumes? Yeah. He's got the Robin program. Yeah, it's it's the Robin program. They call it the Robin program. That would have been really funny. I'm sure they did not. But that would have been really funny. Yeah. So that was, but that was a really nice story. Good for Christian Bale. Uh, he's also casting news. He's going to be, uh, he's going to play Frankenstein in Maggie Gyllenhaal's Warner Brothers film. So, you know, shaved his head. The doctor or the monster? It just says Frankenstein. So, hmm. he's shaving his head for it. So that would make me assume it's the doc, the monster. So oh, he's going right so. in the, uh, right in the De Niro stream when remember when De Niro did the monster no where did when did De Niro do the monster De Niro was the monster Kenneth Branagh was the doctor 
Oh, yeah. Whose movie was that? Who directed that? Was that? It wasn't Kenneth Branagh? It was, no, it wasn't. Was it Kenneth Branagh? I don't think it was Kenneth Branagh. I could look it up. As we all look it up here. All, all I know is I want to, I guess, bring something up because I feel like we, I don't know if we're just, if we're familiar with the prep sheet or not. Are we going to talk about the, the fantastic forecasting? Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to talk about that shit. Because, I mean, you can sense how Kev feels. I kind of no, like no, it. You, you No, you can't sense how Kev feels. Kind of sense. Kind of sense. You can't sense diddly squat. Okay, so so you I we can't sense it. I feel like I actually don't hate it. Out, I'm not a huge fan of the of the uh, the Pedro Pascal uh, signing and casting. I know certain people in this room have strong feelings about that. Otherwise, I kind of I kind of like it. I like the guy they got playing uh, Johnny. Um, I liked him in Stranger Things. That's the last time I think anyone's really seen him was in Stranger Things. He played uh, the older D&D DM dude. Is he um, Eddie? Yeah. Uh, I don't know the the girl, the woman. I I am not familiar with her in like any... Vanessa Kirby, isn't that her? Yes. I'm not really familiar either. Um, and then the guy who's playing the thing, I've seen him in a bunch of things. He's he was in, in he's, he's in the bear right now too. He's in the bear right now. I knew that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of just other things I've seen him in recently. He was in Girls, the TV show. Yes. He had some very provocative and controversial scenes in that show. Um with uh what's her name? The hot one on that show. Oh, um, I can't remember her name. One of you will look it up. And uh, he was in, there was, what was that? Um, there was just a Jennifer, uh, Jennifer, what's her, what was it? Hunger Games. What the hell is her? Why am Jennifer I Jennifer Lawrence? Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence movie about her being paid to date some kid. Yeah. Yes. He was in, he was in that. Um, I mean, he's been in different things, but the girls thing, I think, is the most notable um, thing. I can't remember the con. I know what the controversy is, but this is a family show, so we can't discuss the controversy. I can't I can't even remember that he was in that. I mean, girls was so long ago at this point. It was it it was it was. Oh, my God. What is her? What is the actress's name? Her dad is a, a famous newscaster. I cannot remember her name. All right, now I'm looking it up. We're all looking. <laughs> now I'm upset. We're now all I'm... looking. We're all looking at it. Girls. We're all thinking it. Not girls. Girls. I'm still looking for Frankenstein with De Niro. Girls, girls, girls. There we go. Girls cast... Allison Williams is the actress's name. Right, she played Marnie. The character name I had, I just couldn't get the, uh, I couldn't get the actress's name. And her dad is Brian Williams, very famous 
uh, newscaster. Wow, I saw a picture of her that she did not look that good, but <laughs> she 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 was very attractive. She still is very attractive. Um, not that we're discussing that. Uh, but that said, that's who it was, and he was her boyfriend for a period on that program. So there you go. There you go. Well, I I go. think that. Seeing him on the bear, I think he could be good at playing the thing because he is, you know, he's got a bad temper on the bear and yells a lot. So I'm like, I could see it. Are they gonna so are they gonna batter dip him like Chickless? Batter dip Michael Chickalees. They'll probably CGI the hell out of him. Um, I suspect he will be CGI. Yes. And I, I know we talked about it privately. I don't know if it's made rounds yet, but people are suspecting. This film takes place in the past due to a magazine that the thing is holding. That's from like 1963 that has Mr. President Richard Nixon on it. I certainly hope that that is not true. But that is being circulated. Dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. I mean, it gives a reason for them to not be around, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it does give them a reason not to be around, but then what? They're going to time jump them 50 years? Yeah, well, there's the quantum realm, of course. No. Bring back the quantum realm. No. Then you can bring back Kang. You want to do something with the quantum realm? Do Micronauts. No. Marvel's Micronauts, which is what they should have did. That's too deep, Kev. Not too deep. I I just saw... I just saw Guardians the cover. Of the Galaxy was was deep, and it's still one no. of the more popular franchises. No, it's different though. I swear. I I just saw the cover of X Men versus the Micronauts, the miniseries uh, from Marvel, four issue miniseries back in the early eighties. I think I had yes, it. Yes, true. And that and those characters are owned by Marvel. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so they could. And Bug is a character that everybody has wanted in got, in any form, you know, forever. Toy, book, animation, anything. You, you are know. a toy. You are a toy! You are a child's boy thing! Fun fact, I watched that movie with my girlfriend last night for the first time. She had never seen it before. Uh-huh. Did she cry? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, till you get to Toy Story three. funnier. She she's seen Toy Story three, uh-huh. not one and two. I'm like, how the That's fuck amazing. do you have? How why'd you watch it? It was like, oh, my mom said it might be cute, and then we cried, but we liked it. Okay, I watched Return of the Jedi, and I hadn't seen the other two, and I was like, why? What is all the animus here? <laughs> what's the problem yeah what's the issue with these two guys <laughs> I saw a commentary today on uh, Darth Vader and he said what if what if Anakin's just dumb like that explains a lot if you know yeah he's he's strong with the force and everything but he's just kind of a kind of a doofus and that's why he just fails his way all the way into the dark lord of the Sith <laughs> failed his way up yeah there you go Reasonable conclusion. Yeah, seriously. 
I mean, you know, like the fact that uh, Palpatine, Palpatine just machinery, right? And Palpatine just played him like a fiddle. They said, you know, he just he just completely fell for th- this extremely elaborate plot that Palpatine put together that took him twenty years to pull off. Talk about advanced planning. I know. I still love that, uh, you know, uh, Palpatine wants Padme dead, but he doesn't want to do it himself. So he asks Count Dooku to kill Padme, but he doesn't want to do it himself. So Count Dooku asks Jango Fett to go kill Padme, but he doesn't want to do it himself. So he asks his friend, the shapeshifter, to go kill Padme, but he doesn't want to do it himself. So she gets a worm to go kill Padme. And it's like this this whole long list. Hmm? A couple of worms. A couple of worms. Yeah. But it's you have just... to be accurate for the worm count. It's more than one worm. Yep. But then, and then, instead of taking the chance to just shoot Padme, he instead, Jango Fett, shoots the assassin that he sent over instead of killing Padme when he had a chance. Using an identifiable dart. Yes. So. An easily identifiable dart. Like, we figured it out pretty quickly. <laughs> no, we needed Dexter Jetster to fix to figure it out. Right, at his... At his uh, like diner, right? The space diner. His diner, yeah. Didn't it, didn't you get like the the space diner sign at, at at celebration? I not only did I get the space diner sign, like but a neon I, sign. Dex is a focus collection for me. Oh. So I actually have I have a number of prototypes of his figure from episode two, uh, including the one where he had a pipe but then the pipe was later removed and i have card backs that show him with the pipe that were never released and i have figures of him with the pipe that were never released but yeah he's one of my focus yeah he's my episode two focus a smaller (laughs) known thing is that the archive actually has a two-scale diner inside of it uh the problem is just getting to it um but it's actually really nice. There's a nice girl who works back there named Gladys. She's been with us for a while now. Um, but it's nice, you know? I, I thought that when you went to the back of the uh, of the archive, like, you ended up in Narnia. Like, that's where... No one... No, one no, no. Back. So if you... <laughs> it's yeah, impossible no, to get the there. No, we've we sent an expedition there a couple weeks ago. Uh, we haven't heard back yet. We lost radio contact about a week ago. So, you know, prayers for them. We're sending in a rescue party, but we'll see. Nice. Don't we have the Don't we have the archive effect? That would have been a good place for it. No, you want to put that in? No, it's too late now. I can go back and put it in. Hello, do it in post. I mean, I can do that. Uh, all right. That. I thought we did things in the old days. Put all the effects in after. Yeah. Oh yeah, go listen to those shows. Oh, all that. All I that know. Stuff was done in post. I know. Like like when you would mention a certain show, that was all done in post instead of live. What show? Any Any specific show about a space cowboy. Oh, like Firefly. Take my love, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. I don't care, I'm still free. You can't take the sky from me. Take me out to the black, tell them I ain't coming back. Burn the land and all the sea, you can't take the sky from me. I'm overdue for a rewatch of that show. That might be the next thing that I want. Yeah, but Firefly. See. Take my love, take my land, 
Take me where I cannot stand I don't care, I'm still free You can't take the sky from me Do I have to let the whole thing go for the bit? No. No. I'll fade it back out. Fade it out. Uh, I mean, but see, yeah, when you do it live, then you just you have to sit here and wait for the song. When you throw it in after the fact, you just song for what? add a minute. What do you mean? Yeah, nobody hears it. It's like a, that wasn't that part of the bit. Nobody hears it. It just happens. No, uh-uh. No, it, no, no. Because, because the bit was well established. So we knew after he said it, we knew to pause. And I mean, you don't need... <laughs> When you're doing it all in post, you just need a brief pause. Right. Because then you know, oh, there's the brief pause. And then whatever is said next is going to be after the, the second line in the song. Right. After who said it? it? Pulling the curtain away. Yeah. After who said it? Kenobi. Ooh. Oh, you bastard. Hello there. <laughs> oh, you got me. You got me. Oh, you got me. I had it. Hello there. But, Kenobi. Oh. How about this one? Kenoji. <laughs> Ooh, hello, hello there. Lolly. <laughs> I like that. I can do both. Ooh, hello there. Hello there. Lolly. Hello there. Hello there. Hello Lolly. Hello the Lolly. Oh man. Anyway. Yeah, I think we I think that bit's over. Nothing is over! Nothing! You just don't turn it off! Alright, go ahead. Yes, you do. <laughs> Uh, do we have any other news? I want to talk about, or we can do this. Well, we should talk more about the FF. Yeah, let's talk a little more about Yeah, Pedro Pascal is woefully miscast. Sorry, I'm going to be the one to say it because everyone else is. We waited years for this casting. He is woefully miscast as Reed Richards. He is overexposed in the genre. He is, and we all have pascal fatigue i do he's been in everything you know I, I mean are we forgetting let's go through the list game of thrones just franchises game of thrones star wars dceu last of us uh what else there's at least there's gotta be something else i'm forgetting uh, i mean yeah well you said dceu he was because he was in the wonder woman movie he was in the wonder woman movie yeah. as the bad guy right yeah. The second um, one, the worst one. Yeah. But you're right. It, um, it, it is. He's overexposed. He's been it's in like, a lot of stuff lately. Yeah. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I, I think he's a fine performer, but I'm kind of sick of him. I'm kind of sick of every time there's a genre project, it's like Pedro Pascal. It's like, come on. Let's get Pedro there's Pascal. Nobody else. And uh... we really couldn't go with John Krasinski on this. Look, I mean, I mean, you don't want him or whatever. The situation doesn't work, whatever. whatever. He was excellent in his three minutes in the Doctor Strange movie. Do we really need, can we not get any new blood? You know, Pedro has already worked for the company. You know, like, I mean, is there, no, I mean, look, again, I'm trying really hard not to have this be personal against Pedro Pascal, but I'm just done. Three seasons of Mandalorian. Uh, Game of Thrones, uh, you, you know, this thing, that thing, Last of Us, two seasons of Last of Us. You know, like, enough. Give it a break. Give Fun it a fact, rest. He will be in The Gladiator, too. <laughs> They're making a yeah, okay. Gladiator. He's in that as well. Yeah, he'll be in Gladiator, too. A sequel nobody wanted, nor needed, nor understands because 
you know, he died in the first movie. Is he the gladiator? Is he the lead in this movie? We don't know. Yeah, of course we don't know. We just know he he's probably in it. is. And it just come on. What's great is a lot of people are cast already, but he's one of the few people who is just attached to the title. And we don't know what they're doing yet. So they just said we'll pay for that movie, this movie. That Nicolas Cage movie that Scott dragged me to see when I was in California. Like the unbearable weight of what, or some shit with all this. That of whatever the movie I wanted to see was. Um, that, I'm, I'm just you, done. I, you wanted to see some chick not, flick, as I recall, that I did not want to go see. A chick flick? I'm pretty sure it was a chick flick. Kev uh, is known for enjoying films. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. And, and you liked the movie. It wasn't bad. Genres. It wasn't bad. That said, Pedro Pascal. So, I, I woefully miscast. I don't see him as Reed, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. I would have much for I would have ta- I would have literally taken almost any rumored person over him. Adam Driver, John Krasinski, like there was enough. I take Ian Grufford again, who I thought was Adam, amazing. Adam Driver, I know what I have to do. I know what I have to do, but I don't know I don't if know I have the strength to do it. To do it, <laughs> maybe, maybe we can get Cardiff Electric to to audition for it. Maybe we can get maybe we can get East Coast Adam Driver to. Yeah, that that's Cardiff Electric, the 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 unknown hacker that are the unknown uh, heckler. That's him. Oh, anyway, uh, but that's that's you know that's kind of the point. It is he's overexposed. Nobody wanted him in this. No, there is not. I have not seen a single comment like yes, Pedro Pascal. I've not seen that comment. I just haven't seen that comment. Do I like the rest of the casting? Well, honestly, Vanessa Kirby, it, fine. Uh, you know, I, I mean, other than Stranger Things, I don't have any exposure to that kid, so fine. But, you know, hard to top the last guy, Chris Evans, yep. who I think nailed that character. He was possibly the best nailed character in that. You know, I have to, as much shit as those movies get, that I think they nailed it. I think they absolutely nailed it. I don't know what the the problem was. Jessica Alba. Everybody was down on Jessica Alba because she's Latina or whatever the issue was there. And yeah, and Michael Chickalese looked a little ridiculous, batter dipped uh, for the role, but he nailed the character. Evans nailed the character. Ian Grufford nailed the character. Yeah, Doom was complete shit, and and there was some question with regards to the by ability of Jessica Alba, who I thought was just fine. You know, like, I, I, I didn't see the issues that everybody had with those movies. I just didn't see it. I mean, the issues were Doom and Galactus in those movies. You know, I, I loved Surfer in those movies, too. Thought that, you no know, another nailed character. All that aside, all of that aside, this casting just isn't good, you know? This just isn't good. That guy who's playing Ben Grimm, it's not Ben Grimm is a big dude. You know, and I'm not saying this guy isn't a fine performer. He is. I've liked him in the stuff that I've seen. But to me, he looks more a, a, a balding drug addict than like some big dude from uh from Queens or wherever the hell he's from. I mean, he, you know? he is a really tall guy, so maybe they're gonna maybe they're gonna bulk him up. 
Well, look, you know, it's impossible. What, what you're saying is impossible. You can't bulk a guy up with that frame. You can't bulk him up to look like Ben Grimm. They completely abandoned the human form Ben Grimm uh, uh, like precepts. You know, like everything about the it's the same thing they did to Superman in Man of Steel. You know, they ignored the fact that when he, you know, you know the, the idea is that when he wears the glasses, no one knows who he is. So they get rid of the glasses. They ignored the fact that the whole mystery between, you know, Lois and her, her not knowing that he is Superman, that Clark is Superman. You know, they don't even make a whole movie without that coming out. So, you know, like, they're just ignoring the precepts. For what? They couldn't find a guy. They couldn't find a guy who was a little bit bigger and bulkier. Bullshit. Bullshit. This guy's got some stuff going. He's in the bear. He's in this. He's in that. He's not Ben Grimm. Look at human form Ben Grimm. The guy's like a brick house. You know? And this guy looks like a balding drug user. Like a balding addict. That's who, and he's played that before, you know, and 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 at least that style of character. He's not some he's not some slug from from Brooklyn or Queens or wherever the thing is from. I can't remember where he's from. But the the he's not that guy. And so what they're gonna bulk him up? Well, yeah, because when he's the thing, we no longer see the human form. So then he's just the thing and what is he providing a voice well okay i guess this is woefully bad casting woefully bad yeah and i think you're right sandwich he's it's probably going to be 100 percent cgi not like batter dip checklist right he won't even no be way there. there's no, no way we're, we're so far removed from batter dip checklist effects wise there's no way there's no way it's going to be that he's totally going to CGI. And in the same way that Kev's talking about too, if they did bat if they just batter dip this guy, it wouldn't look thing like. No. You know what I mean? He'd it would look like just... a strung out guy, a strung out rock. That's what he'd look like. Mm-hmm. Strung out orange rock. Look at the guy. Look at any picture of the guy. Just look. He's not some big dude. He's not some big brawler street fighter dude. Come on. You know? Just woefully bad casting. You know, and and Pedro Pascal, Vanessa Kirby, I think, is the only one that I, I, I mean, I, I don't have a problem. I don't really have a problem with that Stranger Kids, Stranger Things kid either, really. But what do I got? Him as Eddie? Well, that's so far removed from Johnny Storm. How do you even make that? I can't even be like, well, he was great as Eddie, so therefore... There's there's no cross threads there. And I don't know. I feel like I should know Vanessa Kerr. I need to look her up because I feel like I should know her better than I do. I'm looking her up right now. Vanessa Kirby. Let's see what Vanessa Kirby's done. She was in Napoleon, which I have she was in Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw spinoff. I did see that movie. I like sister. It. She was she was the sister, yeah. She was Jason Statham's sister. She's been in the Mission Impossible movies, you know, uh, several. Uh, you know, I'm I'm looking. 
She was in About Time. Oh, really? She was in that movie? Oh, that's interesting. It's I actually really time. like that movie. It's time about travel space. Movie. Never seen it. Uh, it's really good. That's um, what's her name's time travel movie. Her other time travel movie. I mean, because she was also in The Astronaut's Wife, which is a time travel movie. This is a different one with with one of the um, what you call it brothers from Harry Potter. Domino the Weasley Gleason, brothers. Rachel McAdams, Margot Robbie, Vanessa Kirby. Damn, there's a lot of people. Oh, we'll movie that again. Actually, I like that movie. It's about time. Oh, I like that movie a lot, actually. I did, I, too. I, I liked it a lot. All right, let's go. Let's go uh, through some more movies here. I'm looking for anything that anyone's ever heard of. Jupiter <laughs> Ascending. Oof. Wow. Ooh. Uh, imitation Game. Meanwhile, that Jupiter Ascending is looking at Madam Webb going, ha, 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 you're terrible. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, imitation Game with Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, the Dresser was a good movie. I don't know who she was in it. I, I don't even remember seeing her in it. Uh, and a bunch of stuff that, you know, I've never heard of. Doesn't even have pictures on IMDb or on, on uh, what's called here. So that's who we, that's what we have. Mission Impossible movies, recently the Napoleon, Fast and Furious spinoff, Imitation Game. So, actually, her resume makes me like her a little bit more. And that's because, one, she has enough action cred where it may be workable. What I remember of her in movies that I've seen her in, I didn't hate, so that's good. Um, and the fact that she's not a big name, it's not Margot Robbie. It's not, you know, another person. Margot Robbie, I'd be as upset with Margot Robbie being cast as I am with Pedro Pascal for the same fucking reasons. So she's not Margot Robbie. She's got some credit, but she's not overly done. What's the kid's name? Let's look at him since we're discussing this. Yeah, but you're, the, uh, it's like... The giant storm. It's like Pedro Pascal yeah. is the big star power, and then the other people can be I a little can't. bit not as well known, right? Like that. I think that's what they're thinking. I can't with that. I can't with that guy. All right, let's look at Joseph Quinn. Stranger Things we know, Gladiator Two. He's also in. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Hmm. I'm looking for anything. He was in Overlord which was kind of a zombie Nazi movie. Okay. He was in Les Mis. Oh, but is that on stage? Is he on stage in Les Mis? Because that's not the movie. Hoistkin, Mangrove, Postcode. Yeah, so he's another one where I like what I've seen him in. He was also in Game of Thrones. Was I like what I've apparently. Let's see who was he in Game of Thrones. What was he in Game of Thrones? So I'm looking for. Well, there was a million people in Game of Thrones, so. Yes. I mean, yeah, he could have literally been a random background character. I mean, he could have been. No, he was Connor. K O N E R. No idea who it is. Um, but he was in it. Is the point. 
Um, so again, I've seen them in Stranger Things. It's the only thing that I can really, I didn't see Overlord. I wanted to, but that's the only thing I can think that I've seen him in is Stranger Things. I didn't hate him in that movie. I, I kind of liked him. I wasn't as as full tilt as the rest of the planet about the character, but I liked him well enough. Is he Johnny Storm? Well, I haven't seen anything to lead me to believe that yet, so I will withhold judgment. And then this is Eben Moss Backrack, right? Eben Moss Backrack. Now just look at any photo. Just look at any photo. All right, here we go. The bear, no hard feelings. That was the Jennifer movie. He was in The Punisher, the Netflix Punisher. Oh, yeah, he was in the first season, yeah. He was in Andor. Getting the pattern here? He was in Girls. We already talked about Girls. He was in The Lake House. He was in Mona Lisa Smile. He was in Wedding Days, which was a comedy of sorts. He was in the Royal Tenenbaums. Well, that gives him a little credit in, in my book. Anybody that's been one of those movies. He was in John Adams, Stealth. I mean, he's got to be like walk-ons because I don't remember him in any of those pieces. Right. I, I feel like he's a much, I mean, like he's I just mean, now coming into his own, getting like bigger parts. Yeah, maybe. Other than girls. I mean, you know, and I don't, I mean... He wasn't on Girls, all the he seasons. He was in American Splendor. He was in, yeah. So, I mean, again, here's a guy. He's got some credit. He's getting some recognition for the bear. Uh, and he's got genre cred. He's already been in the MCU, if that Punisher comes over. And or uh, the girls and a couple of other things. But I'm sorry, he doesn't look like, I mean, this is, look, I'm showing you guys a picture. That is not Ben Grimm. No. I mean, yeah, he's a tall, skinny guy. You're right. That is not, I'm, I'm looking to see if there's even remote. Look at this one. Look at this one. That is not Ben Grimm. That is some dude with a problem. You know? Let's look at let's look at human form Ben Grimm. I'm gonna look it up. Ben Grimm. I did look it up. There weren't a lot of good pictures of him. They're like a lot of them, the, the images that I saw were like definitely from the very old comics where it's just a different style. It's not very detailed. Yeah, I'm look I put Ben Grimm human. See if I can get, you know, look. You know, like I'll I'll find a better one even than that. Ben Grimm human form. Because I think this is really I mean, he's arguably the toughest character because he'll be CGI and, and all that sort of thing. Yeah, look. Everyone is saying it should have been Ethan Supley as the thing. I'd have been behind that. I mean, that's Ben Grimm. He's a little, he's not like 
muscular. Ethan Supley? Have you seen him lately? Has he has he bulked up? I just remember Yo, him from I, My Name I is Earl. You, I suggest you have a look, sir. I suggest you have a look. Because you is wrong. He was also in uh, Mall Rats, yes? Yeah. The guy with the sailboat. You don't know that he's had a radical change. <laughs> Dude, you're right, boy. <laughs> That is Ben Grimm. That's way more Ben Grimm than this dude. I'm still looking. Look at I'm that. still looking for a good. Yeah. He's That's like a... more Ben Grimm than this dude is. What if what if they got the mountain? It would be Too a big. rematch of the mountain and the and the what was his what was his name? In Game of Thrones? Was he the the snake? The Red Snake or something like that? The Viper? The Mountain and the... I can't remember. Yeah, so, I mean, I think we can fairly state that this guy, whatever his name is, Eben... Eben Moss Backrack. Bert Backrack. Okay. Is not... Is not Ben Grimm. I mean, no matter how you slice it, here, here, look at this one. Yeah. Here's your Ben Grimm. That's him in Andor, by the way. So that's what, a year ago? Two years ago? And I don't, I haven't yet watched Andor. I'm a little embarrassed to say that because the second season's going to come soon. That's how he looked. That's Ben Grimm. My dick, that's Ben Grimm. I'm sorry. Look, look here. Look, look. Not Ben Grimm. It's like Ben Grimm's drugged out cousin. Look, meaning no offense. No offense. Dude. Hey, no offense. All right. So we're not thrilled with the casting, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. And with that, we will take our first and only break. On this episode of Geek Stuff TNG. And we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line 201. 7302547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices, like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments oh <clears throat> that's right we want you to tell us what's mm, on your mind what we are doing that you <laughs> like <coughs> so call us on the gvm line 201-730-2547 and you may hear yourself uh on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff, T 
TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Pottern Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now another classic geek stuff ID. Take my love, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. I don't care. Hey, this is Jewel State from Firefly. Hey, this is Marina Baccarin from Firefly. Hey, this is Joss Whedon, creator of Buffy and Firefly and Serenity and some other stuff. And you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff, you geek. Burn the land and boil the sea. You can't take the sky from me. Geek Stuff TNG. Live from the Sandwich Shop, Party Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Half Winter Studios, it's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you're in from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foil is open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get what 18 scale. Hanger accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. 
when you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Here you go. <laughs> That's a good way to start the commercial with the crunch of a lovely parm crisp. That's right. No geek stuff TNG would be complete without parm crisp snack mix. Parm crisps are full of all the nutrients you need and the wonderful flavors you have come to love and know, like parm crisp. Yeah, also crisp. Almonds, cashews, pistachios, three grams of net carbs per serving. Net carbs, Kev, does that mean that it has some carbs that cancel out because it doesn't have sugar? Yeah, it has diet, it has fiber in it and no added sugar. So you take the fiber, you remove the fiber from the carbohydrates, the dietary fiber. And who makes Parm Crisps? Are they their own company? I believe so. Wow, an independent company too. Looking at their website, parmcrisps.com, it says our original blend of Parm Crips, you can get an everything tub, an original pouch, you can get the ranch snack mix pouch, or sour cream and onion pouch. What's your favorite, Kev? I haven't seen sour cream and onion. What was that? I like, I like the original. I like the original, but the ranch one is fine too. I'd like to try sour cream and onion probably very good yeah you could get the variety pack oh looking at all of the ingredients oh you see sir i i get them at the costco in the large size because i eat so many delicious parm crisps oh looking at the website let's see what's in the variety pack you got cheddar original jalapeno everything four cheese and sour cream they all sound delicious yeah but i don't think they're doing the big what is this 20 ounce. I don't think they're doing, are they doing 20 ounces of all those flavors? I don't know. For more information on Parm Crisps, go to parmcrisps.com and find them at your better retailers today. When you buy them, mention Geek Stuff TNG for absolutely no discount. Mention them at checkout and look like a weirdo. (laughs) Reach out to them at parmcrisps.com and tell them you heard about Parm Crisps from Geek Stuff TNG. And we're back from a wonderful break with that fantastic live read from Sandwich that gets better and better every time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, with practice makes the show. What else we got going on in the docket today? With practice makes the show? Was that a dig at the production value that Scott brings to the program? Because that's what it sounded like. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. Just I saying. Would never, I would never dig at my best friend. Oh, I see. Yeah, I said Scott. Just saying. I have more than one best friend. I guess Scott is your new best friend. Best isn't a person, it's a tier. 
What, what, what do you mean new? It's a level. Not my best friend. I've been talking to this man for years now at this point. Years. I met him in California. We took a picture. Yeah. That means we're best friends forever. That's right. So what do you want to hit in the second part? Is there any product? Um, oh, yeah. Well, Hasbro had a Marvel Legends live stream today. Oodle lolly. Another train, what, train wreck? I'm going to let you know right now because I actually did show prep. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can also talk about stuff from, from, uh, from Hasbro. Uh, Go ahead. No, when you're done. I'm looking for my prep. <laughs> so if you, oh. you got some. Oh. Um, hey, Kev, I got to ask you a question first, though. How was your day? Oh, I feel like I'm being set up here. No, I'm. I care. Well, how was your day? Fine. Do it. Do it. Am I supposed to do this? Oh shit! I wasn't ready. Hold oh on. come on! It's D and D. You blew it. I didn't know. <laughs> oh. It's that time of the night. We turn on the black light. Let the dungeons and the dragons begin. It's D and D. With the legends of yore, it's D and D. You gotta like give me a signal or something. Give me a, a hey, you know, like. Oh come on! Send me a text. I didn't know come there was D and D product in the news from Hasbro. I, I I screamed about it in the group chat. You did screamed about it. So um, on D and D Beyond, uh, we got some official information about Vecna. Eye of Ruin, which is as of right now, as far as I can tell, the next D and D book uh, slotted to hook to hit shelves. Right now, it's slotted for May of twenty one to hit D and D Beyond. May twenty one. My apologies. May of twenty one. May twenty one. May twenty one of twenty twenty four. We gotta go back, Marty. We, we gotta, gotta go back to get the book. Twenty one. We gotta get Scott. the book. Fuck, I missed the release. Oh, no. (laughs) Kevin and Sam went on another wacky time adventure. Yes. May 21st of this year. In theory, because I still think everything. Oh? Or my Einstein. Scott interrupted you, not me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm trying to answer the question. What's up? Well... No, now, now I'm now I'm confused. First, we were talking about the Rick and Morty cosplay. That's yeah. day one of New York Comic Con. Day yeah. two, Kev is Doc Brown and sandwiches Marty. I don't think they make up. Uh, actually, I literally wear vests all the time. Like that, it'll be fun. <laughs> literally, I would wear the same costume. Yeah. <laughs> it pretty much is. You're right. What did you just get off the boat? Where are you wearing a life preserver? So, anyways, uh, Vecna, Eye of Ruin. Is the next D and D book slated to hit shelves May twenty first of this year? In theory, now I do believe it will be delayed. I am putting it on, putting it down now. Based on the fact that everything has been delayed since this firing, I will continue to believe this thing will be delayed, or it was pushed to May before it came public because of its delays. Who knows? Or they're going to sell D and D to the Chinese. Whatever happens first. What is that in the news? Mm-hmm. They're gonna sell D and D. That's the rumor. Well, I'm gonna do my thing first, and then we can talk about selling our loved game away to China. 
Just saying. Um, so this is a D&D campaign module. So this is the the heralded campaign that goes to level 20. You start at level 10 and then you go to level 20. Now, here's my That's beef. a big campaign. It should take forever to do. Yes. Yes. Well, I imagine I imagine the way it's going to work, it's going to be more milestones, so it's like you killed this boss, you level up and not XP based. Because if you do it XP style, it will take years. But if you do it milestone based, it'll take a couple months. Um, my th- my thing with this is I am upset that we start at level ten. So they're basically telling you is you need to run a module or you need to run some kind of campaign from one to ten or three to ten or five to ten, depending on how you want to do it. I think they could have started at five and gone to twenty. Because that way, there's a lot of modules that go to 5 naturally anyways. There's not as many that go to 10. So, I mean, you have to do some kind of finagling to get to level 10 for your characters. Or you just start fresh with a level 10 character, which I don't recommend just starting off-rip with a level 10 character. Because level 10 is already fucked up. Um, So, it's a level 10 to 20 campaign like i said there will be a fancy alternate cover for those of you who are addicted to uh collecting those i'm included in that so it's it's a call to all of us that there are still continue to be alternate covers um still and china. bundles till china gets it right and i want to highlight at the end of the D beyond um page presentation about- the Eye of Vecna, there's a, a part that says 24 and beyond. And this part little here says the 2024 core rulebook will provide new options for players and DMs along with updates and improvements to the classes, mechanics, items, and monsters of 5th edition. All updates are being done with care to make sure anything from 5th edition will continue to be fully playable. Dun, dun, dun. Here is my thing. In my mind, from what I've seen from the Unearthed Arcana and what they've been kind of saying up until this release um, was that, yes, it is backwards compatible, but it is different. And that the way they're changing a lot of these characters, the way the uh, the classes run and the way they want to have you build a character, it is very different. Like, I'm not going to be able to really do it the exact same way I used to do. And my problem with this also is Okay, if they're making this, it I don't know if it is officially because they're not saying it. They're, I think they're going to try to invo- avoid any any words about additions. I think they're going to try to avoid that on purpose because they don't want people to get upset that they released a campaign for ten to twenty, but not a rule book yet. Um, who knows? But I don't think that this will be. Why are you smiling like that? What what bit are you setting up with Scott on the slide to text? <laughs> not. And the fact that Scott laughed means we're setting up a bit. And it's fine. It's just No like, one is setting up any bit. God. Just don't smile so big. Paranoid. Why? You can't be happy. Man. You're so beautiful and handsome. It distracts me. I can't be happy? <laughs> no, you can be. And I'm glad you're happy and enjoying yourself. Oh, I didn't say I was happy. I'm just saying I can't be. Oh. Well, after the show, we'll talk about why you're not happy. Anyways, um, I I am concerned for the future of D&D. I don't think this new edition will hit the way it's supposed to. I, I, I have a lot of bad feelings about this new system. 
So I am very, very hesitant to see where it goes. I don't think starting the new system with a campaign to 20 is a good idea. They're saying it's backwards compatible now, but who knows if they continue this stance? It's the first book. But it's been a year or two. They say all new content will no longer be compatible with 5th edition. You must use the new handbook, and you must use this if you want to continue to work with your new modules. Who knows? Who the hell knows? Well, how you know, like, so I have to ask with regards to, you know, the new, you know, the new system. How do you feel about moving into the new system or are you going to stay with fifth? Oh, it doesn't matter what I think. It's D&D. Warriors that terrify. It's D&D. There we go. There was the D&D segment for the for the week. So, wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what you set up. That was your grand plan. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. There was no setup. There was no setup. No, there must have been setup because when I tried that, Scott fumbled over the the, <laughs> the soundboard for a minute. <laughs> fuck, fuck. <laughs> I didn't know you were setting me up. Oh, but you know. <laughs> Kevin magically gets all of his bits to work. Scott, we're gonna we're gonna spend a weekend together, which I'm gonna set up do setups a couple times and talent. I'm talent. <laughs> I'm talent. Look at me. Talent says. All right, let's talk about. Uh... I can handle things. I'm smart. Go ahead. Uh, let's have, uh, let's have, let's talk about, um, Hasbro had a live stream today. Now notice, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we skipped the star Wars live stream because, you know, pretty much so did they absolutely useless. Marvel, uh, continues in my opinion to be showing us some great stuff for Marvel legends. I guess I really, I honestly don't know how to feel about this sometimes. Um, they start off by showing us a a current paint sample for the giant man head, uh, focusing on the eyes and this new technique that they're doing with the eyes to make the eyes look really good. I guess they looked okay. Um, so anyone who got the giant man, whoever that is, um, will probably enjoy. Uh, will probably enjoy that. Um, <laughs> they did not show legends deadpool and wolverine figures but they said they are definitely coming um instead they showed uh the reissue of the x4 i think it was x force his x force costume um deadpool on the retro card and also the um uh what was that called uh i can't remember it's basically deadpool and dog pool and squirrel pool and the scooter. So that was a set they did a number of years ago, and now they've reissued that. Um, next up, they show they talked about the the VHS Spider-Man animated series, and they showed uh, Daredevil and Hydra Man two pack, which I have to say looks really good. I mean, I'm not a fan of the animated series per se, but that Daredevil has cell shading. And it actually looks pretty good. So it might end up somewhere close. Um, and then they showed um, future release 
will be Morbius and Doctor Strange. So these basically come in like VHS style packaging. And the idea is that you can stack all the packages next to each other and it looks like a VHS collection. It's cute, cutesy. Figures are pretty good. Animated style, you know. Um, so there's that. They'll be going up on pre-order on Hasbro Pulse later this month, those two. Uh, Walmart exclusive Spider-Man animated series retro uh, carded, uh, which is Walmart exclusive. They showed Prowler, um, and this Prowler comes with an unmasked head, which was pretty good. It will be available during the next Walmart collector con. Um, I don't know that that was said on the live stream. That may be an assumption of uh, whoever wrote this list. Uh, also, the Spider-Man anime retro card back Carnage will be a Target exclusive. Um, so there's that. Uh, a couple of years ago, it's got to be at least a year ago or so, Fantastic Four put out um, a two-pack. I can't remember the storyline, but it's basically Franklin Richards and his sister Valeria. I think it's his sister Valeria. And uh, they, they had some storyline with Spider-Man and Wolverine. Um, so you're basically the next two pack, which will allow you to complete this team. I can't remember what the name of the team is or what the storyline was. It's basically a Spider-Man in blue and a Wolverine in blue. So if you like that kind of thing, there you go. Um, they also showed the Walmart Hail Hydra Captain America, which is going to go up for pre-order soon. It is a Walmart exclusive. Of course, because why would it be easy to get? Because I mean, you this can't get the it, right? They won't ship it to the island, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. What was I, it? I'm, I'm, was it Walmart or Target? No, it was Target. Target. Have you tried Walmart? Mm, I think I've gotten stuff from Walmart. Okay. So I don't know. Let me ask my let me ask my uh, shipping professional, sir. Did we ever get a package from Walmart? I think we did. And like, since when? Ever. <laughs> one at least yeah so then it must work um this captain america is the one with the triangle shield with that whole terrible awful disgusting captain america was hydra along storyline bullshit oh, yeah. um also you're gonna get a target exclusive sam wilson captain america um he's actually going up for pre-order on february the 28th um and this is a full uh, comic version with the wings, with the shield, the, the correct shield. Um, so that's very exciting. These are comic book based. Mostly everything, I think everything today actually was comic book based. Um, there's an Amazon comic two pack with the original Baron Zemo and Arnim Zola. Now Arnim Zola was a build a figure at one point. They actually re-released that figure with, with some shit no one liked. So this is another chance for you to get Arnim Zola. They haven't done an original Baron Zemo, not his son, who is the Baron Zemo that you, you might be familiar with, but this is the original Baron Zemo. Um, they haven't done him since the, I think since the Toy Biz days, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it, you know, they come with a full array of accessories, uh, um, Zemo has the unmasked head, which is pretty hideous. Uh, next up, Shield 3-Pack. This is the worst sight ever. Shield 3-Pack <laughs> with Nick Fury Jr., which, uh, by the way, I think now is 
is it canon that Nick Fury Jr. is the one that looks like Sam Jackson? Um, Sharon Carter, a new Sharon Carter, and Dum Dum Duggan. Which that shield timeline there is a little weird. Um, Sharon is in the white outfit. Um, uh, yeah, so there's that. It's actually three different body types, which is great for Dum Dum Duggan because he's on, he should be on a bigger body. These are all shield bodies, though. So if you're like army building shield, this is going to be a good set for you to get. Uh, comic, and then lastly, they showed a whole wave. It's a comic build-a-figure wave. It goes up on the 22nd, so very shortly. Uh, you're going to get Red Widow, who is a member of whatever the Russian... Red Room? Red Widow. In the Red Room? What? Well, it's the movie. Red Widow uh, is a character from the the kind of Soviet version of the Avengers. Um, I can't remember what their name is. Winter Guard? Maybe something like that. Uh, you're going to get the comic book uh, Icarus in his original Eternals outfit, which is kind of cool. Because, you know, retro retro character, retro outfit after a failed movie. Kind of cool that they still produce that because that character, I think, is, is an important character. Uh, Black Winter that takes the form of Thor. So if you look up what Black Winter is, um, it's it's an entity. And in this particular incarnation, he has taken up the form of Thor. It's actually a really cool-looking, really cool-looking figure. Um, you're going to get Superior Iron Man with the unmasked and masked heads. That's the white suit Iron Man that nobody likes. But since they're committed to doing every Iron Man there is, got to do that one at some point. Uh, a one that's been being asked for forever is the X-Factor Wolfsbane, which does allow you to complete that team, that X-Factor team, strong guy, Wolfsbane, and that ilk. Um, she looks good. All new sculpt, fur-covered body, and so on. Good head. 90s Cable. So this is a slimmed-down cable, uh, reduced costume, if you will. So not all the pouches and, let's say, the non-Liefield 90s cable. It's slimmed down um, from all the pouches and things. Looks good. Uh, and then you have Kazar, which they pronounced Kazar, even though Kazar is a riff on Tarzan. So stupid, Marvel guys. Um, and he looks really, he looks really good. The last time we had a Kazar was actually a three pack. It was Kazar uh, Sabu, who is the um, the the saber tiger, and the ch his chick. His name I forget. Um, uh, so that was the last time. That was a Comic Con exclusive from a thousand years ago. I think it's pretty difficult to get at this point. Um, and then the Build-A-Figure for the Wave is Zabu, the Sabertooth Tiger. So all of the characters, and again, I don't agree with this at all. I think they should have they updated the whole three-pack. That's me. 
Um, Zabu is a piece of Zabu comes in every character except Superior Iron Man, which is dumb on their part because nobody's going to buy Superior Iron Man unless, of course, they're forced into getting it for the Build-A-Figure part. They should have done, like, whoever the most popular character is of this, which I'm trying to think who that would be. Uh, probably Maybe Cable, maybe Wolfsbane, um, and not put the Build-A-Figure part in that character um, so that people would actually buy the Iron Man, because I don't think they will. Um, uh, and there you go. So that was the... Um, that was the lineup for today. So I think Marvel Legends just keeps ticking along. A lot of the choices I think they make are interesting. They don't always execute as well as the idea, certainly. Um, but I'm not really collecting I'm not really collecting Marvel Legends. I'm collecting MCU and certain characters here and there out of that batch. Considering Icarus, that's probably it. I like Kazar and Zabu, but I'm not going to get Kazar without Zabu, and I'm not buying the whole wave to build Zabu. So I don't know. Why, that. why would Icarus be in your wheelhouse? Why would you get Icarus? Cosmic, Cosmic is a wheelhouse. It's it's a loose wheelhouse. Loose wheelhouse. Yeah. So soft focus. Uh, it's classic. It's classic cosmic. So like old school Guardians of the Galaxy, Eternals, Shi'ar, you know, like what's her name? Leandra, Shi'ar, like the like that that cosmic stuff. You know, so, like, as not long as everybody, I'm not getting all that Space Knight. I'm not getting Venom Space Knight. You know, like I'm not doing that. You know, like it's it's mostly it's cl- like I'm talking like Captain Marvel in the white and green suit, the dude, you know, like right. that era is what I'm talking about. And and why yeah. does everybody I hate love Superior Spider-Man? Uh, I love the Abning, uh, the the Lanning and Abnet, the Abnet and Lanning uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was one of my favorite books. Um, and, you know, our guest this past year. If America. you were at Comic-Con, you could have seen him in... Uh... And got a sketch yeah. and got this and got that and signed and photoed and everything for free. Yeah. At at our booth. Yeah. Whatever right that here. No. Anyway, uh, the, the point is, is that I like that stuff very specifically that that Guardians of the Galaxy, but I love old school Guardians of the Galaxy too. You know, like Yon I mean original, Yondu, Martin X, Charlie Twenty Seven, uh, you, you know, that grouping. I really like those guys too. So, um, yeah, it's loose. It's it's on an individual basis. And Icarus is also a classic Marvel character in his classic like Kirby outfit. You know. Yeah, you can see the Kirby on, in, that, on a, in that figure on a little flight stand. And and look at the figure. The figure is amazingly well done. They had him in a uh, they had him in a pose during the live stream that I was just like, oh, that is the pose right there. You know, like a flying pose. He was on a flight stand in a flying pose. And I was like, yeah, that, yeah, that is, that is really well done. So, I mean, if he, if, if he comes out well enough 
And, you know, if I find him on, am I going to pre-order him? Probably not. Am I going to wait for him to be on clearance? Well, he probably will be. You know, this isn't a home run wave here. You know, it's, it's not like he's, he's, yeah, I mean, and some of them are going to sell and some of them are going to peg hang. I think Icarus is going to peg hang pretty badly. Um, you know, and I, I think it's just a, a wait and see game at this point. I might get him. I might not. I might also, I might also get Kazar at some point because if I get Kazar and Icarus, I'm two pieces in. Do I buy the other pieces loose for Zabu? I've always loved Kazar. You know, like, so do I buy the other pieces and make Zabu? Maybe. Is it going to be cheaper to do that when the time comes or to just buy the original pack? I don't know. But, you know, I'm in a point in my collecting in my life where the wait and see attitude has come in. I don't even think I've ordered a toy in like a month. That's good. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure actually that I haven't. I can't think of anything that I've ordered. That's awesome. There's some things coming up, but yeah, I don't think I've ordered. I don't think I've ordered any. There's some Four Horsemen stuff coming up. There the retailer appreciation wave. There's another bit of toy news we can add. The retailer appreciation wave was officially announced by the Four Horsemen, and it's you know now. To be fair, this is usually a repaint line. Last year, one, the, the standout one last year was the Headless Horseman in the alternate color scheme, which was awesome. Um, this year, it's Mask of the Red Death in more of a black finish, which I like. Um, what's the name? Monkey King. I can't remember. They have a special name for him. Wait, hold on. I can look it up. Oh, um, it's like... Uh... You were super excited Golden. about Monkey King last year, weren't you? Isn't that one What's you that? really liked? The Monkey King, you were you were like excited about that one. You really liked that one last year. I feel like it was that was the one I sleep ordered. <laughs> that's that's why I remember the name Monkey King. Be- because somebody I don't like to mention names, uh uh Cornboy, uh, texted me when I was asleep and said, Hey, you need to order this thing. And of course, because he's my friend and I'm a huge fan of his and his work and his company's work. I just did it, and then I didn't remember that I did it until, like, that evening. <laughs> um, okay, so this is called the Golden Sage version of the Monkey King. So he's more yellowy, golden colored. So there's, there's that. And let's see. And then also in the wave, as I mentioned, is the... Mask of the Red Death, but they're calling him the black-robed version. So there's that. And then there's the haunted blue version of Jacob Marley, um, which which seems to me very similar um, to the other one. Um, But still, there's that. And then there's the... Uh, undead Vickenfell. Um, so this is an army builder, uh, which a skeleton warrior army builder type of dude. So you get enough bits with him where you can change him out three heads, some hands, some weapons, cloak, some things. So for people who are army building 
skeletons. That's one you have. And then the last one and my favorite one ever, ever, is uh, the Shadow Circle. Now, this is from Cosmic Legions. It's called the Shadow Circle and their commander, Fizzer Rice. And then it goes on to explain who they are. Now, this is a, an army builder, too. But let me see. If I show Scott this, I wonder if this would resonate with Scott. Does this resonate with you on some level, Scott? Can you see this? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking at it on my phone, too. It, it looks like, um, I mean, it looks like a, a space drow. Well, I mean, yes, I, that's not what I was going for, but uh, are you looking at it too, Sandwich? Just when you showed it to me right now. Okay, I'm going to show you a different picture, Scott. Um, I don't think Sandwich can appreciate this because, you know, you know these young people. Um, yeah, with their hair and their clothes, I got to tell you. With their bad haircuts. So if I showed you, okay, here we go. If I showed you, if I showed you this figure, if I showed you this photo, uh, hold on, a crappy one is a better photo. Um, the listeners just love all these photos that we're doing. This I episode, know, right? I know they do. If I showed you this, this one, this is a good one. If I showed you this photo, would that mean anything to you? No, that doesn't really look familiar. What is it? Do you remember the adventure people? No, it doesn't sound familiar. The Fisher Price action figures. Oh, you remember these? These are what these are what the people at Kenner kit bashed in order to present Star Wars oh. figures. I don't know that you've ever seen the the Star Wars kit bashes, but this is actually um. This is a very popular one. I, I may have one of these in my collection, or I may have several. But I, I want to call to your attention, you know, that and, uh, of, course, of course, I lose it. Stupid. Darn and shoot. Shoot and darn. I mean, look. Yeah. No, I can see it. So that's definitely that a beautiful definitely piece. homage. Uh, four heads, a whole crap load of accessories and so on and so forth. So um, I may, f I'm definitely going to get, I'm definitely going to get at least one. Um, but I may forego getting the only other one in the retailer wave that I really like is, is the mask of the red death. But I kind of like the red one. So I'm kind of already invested in the red one. You know what I mean? I have the Jacob Marley. I really like the other one. I'm not building skeletons, which kind of gives me, you know, sort of a go ahead, if you will, here to get a couple of the shadow circle. I really like those actually. So yeah. So there you go. Some toy news, some toy release news. Also one last thing. Sideshow recently, we didn't talk about this, put out two 12 inch figures. I don't think they're producing them. Um, but I'm going to look really quick just to be sure because it'll take a hot second. Um, me, of classic samurai actor uh, Toshiro Mifune. Who? Do you know who this is? No. Sounds cool. You, do you really know who it is? 
sandwich? I said no. You should know who it is, but you probably don't. So he starred in absolutely every great like samurai flick. Well, I'm actually trying to I'm just trying to find an actual photo of him. I'm just coming up with all the their statues and everything else. Well, what they announced is um they announced a, a 12-inch figure, two of them actually, one of him as a samurai and one of him as a ronin. And they look pretty good. They're not great, but they're pretty good. So I've been toying with the idea of getting one of those. There you I'm go. Okay, guys. And, toying. And one last, one last product. What about the latest McFarlane thing? What was that one? There's, well, there's so many things that are the latest McFarlane thing because there's new releases every goddamn day. <laughs> the other day, Todd released, and I don't know who is advising him, uh, on this we've talked about this before he's he was trying to sell these digital versions of characters so uh if you bought the if you you could buy the digital version online you know like nfts scott he's desperately trying to get this nft thing to work in his company so now he's released a whole wave right it's aquaman there's a, a DC Rebirth Batman doesn't look very good. And, and of course, the classic Silver Age, Hal Jordan Green Lantern that everybody has been waiting for forever for him That's to do. fucking awesome, actually. It really is. It's a really good-looking figure. Look, look at this shot. That's the toy. The sick man. I know. And here's the thing. They come with the digital version of the figure also. Ooh. Not ew, ew, like said, disgusting. Said ooh, yeah. So ooh, he's desperately—I don't know why he's desperately trying to push this, but he is. Um, so that was a recent McFarland thing. They showed this today. So that's Azriel, the yeah. red Azriel. So that's him pre being Batman, the Night Send uh, uh, issue, and then I think what Scott is referring to is that I text him the other day. Right? This is where you're going? Yes. I texted him the other day because at long last, after a lengthy wait thinking it's just not going to happen, the um, the raffle for the exclusive version of Captain Carrot finally came up. So if you haven't been playing along and paying attention on this show... McFarlane has been doing modern takes on some characters and then going back and doing kind of a one per case of six alternate or, as I refer to them, the desirable version of the character. So the biggest notation of this was the Fleischer Superman, the 30 Superman, who was the, re the regular release version was, I don't know where he pulled that, like out of his ass. Um, as far as the design goes, but then he redid it and in the one per platinum edition, whatever. And then there was an uh, like, a, you know, Todd is a little auction company or, or raffle company that's allowing you to, you know, enter for a chance to win the good version or the desirable, desirable version. Well, they've now done that with Captain Carrots. So I pressed... West Coast got into service 
to put his name in the hat along with my name so that uh, hopefully one of us will get the exclusive Captain Carrot. Didn't we? I really didn't both we versions. both get a version of Batman that was then became a New York Comic Con giveaway? So you yeah, know, in yeah. a best case scenario, we, we, we get it. two, and then one's to give away. And one will be, yeah, one will definitely be at New York Comic Con, assuming we're at New York Comic Con. So there you go. That sounded we, ominous. There you go. Been, been toy we, news. We intend what? to leave Comic Con with all of our uh, doodads and whozits that we left. That we entered in. We tend to leave with all of them in hand. Phones, phones, teeth, their accoutrement, <laughs> teeth. Yes. How much are you looking Don't. forward to the next New York Comic Con? It's only ten months away now. I yeah. Really? Actually, gotta, what is it? Is it in October? Is it October? It's always October. October. Just, the, the week depends. Sometimes it's been the beginning. I feel like this is the first time in a while where it's kind of towards the end or the middle of the the month. I feel like usually I it's. Don't, I honestly don't remember. I just, you last month, last year, I remember it being later than usual. Um, yeah, a lot of exciting things. We're talking to some people about the con. They're very excited. Well, I am hopefully. definitely excited about the con. I mean, now that you got your haircut, though, you've messed up your uh, your cosplay. It'll grow, It'll grow by then. So no more haircuts between now and the con, no so you way. can do your... Uh, there's no way he... There's no way he keeps... Mick Foley cosplay. This, this style. There's no way he keeps this hairstyle that long. It's the shortest... You know, when I met him, he had very short hair. Like buzz cut. Yeah, like buzz cut. Like, for a long time. In fact, there's a video of him. I don't know where it came from. There's a video of sandwich pushing a display case down a highway <laughs> where he has really short hair we should post that um and uh, for all to enjoy and uh i'm pretty sure yeah he had buzz haircut at that point when i knew him so. you also notice a point in the middle of that where i stop and i kind of size it up a little bit and i think contemplate yeah contemplate it throwing it over the side yeah i remember yep. in yep. retrospect we should have kept it <laughs> in retrospect. I, I guess it no, would have been a serious. Should have kept. It would have been a dick to move. It would have been. Should have kept it. Why? Because of the uh, the IKEA thing. Yeah, because you know why. No, I figured it's the, the IKEA thing. Well, two. Yeah, two things. One, IKEA has. Yeah, did we talk about that? I don't think we, we didn't talk about, about it on the show. Let's let's end with that. IKEA has discontinued the Detoff. The collectors display cabinet probably the best selling one of all time they have discontinued it they've replaced it with a cabinet everybody hates yes and and there have been letters of complaint there have been campaigns there have been all kinds of things so i'm hoping that, that we're going to get involved in that at some point just be like all right who's the president of ikea can we get them on the show get me ikea on the phone give me mr ikea I'm I'm not even kidding, man. I want I want the person I want responsible. You. I want the person responsible for that decision because I have to be honest with you. I don't understand. I mean, you know, they've raised the price over the last several years. They've raised the price. And you know what? People have paid it gladly because it's an amazing display case for toys, especially 12-inch figures. There are ways you can configure them so that they're together. There's a whole world of, of collecting 
uh, uh, people out there and you look at any collection, almost any collection where where they have like a, a room or display, there's detox in there. And nobody understands why they've been discontinued. So that may be a thing I research. You know, maybe I'm going to contact Ikea and say, hey, we want you to come on our show and explain yourself. Here's what we say to them. What? They got the shipment. What? They got the whole shipment. I want that son of a bitch dead. I want him dead. I want him dead. I'm dead. What am I alone in this world? Did I ask you what you're trying to do? Did I ask you what you're trying to do? I want you to get this fuck where he breathes. I want you to find this Nancy boy, Elliot Ness. I want him dead. I want his family dead. I want his house burnt to the ground. I want to go to the middle of the night. I want to piss on his ashes. Is that, is that how we feel about uh, whoever made that decision at Ikea? I mean, kind of, yeah. You know, when I planned my display, it was planned in Ikea detox. <laughs> so that's a problem. Oh, yeah. And they flew when they were discontinued. Everyone, there were people driving for days to IKEA locations in order to get them. Documented, people driving to other states in order to buy Detops before they were totally gone. And now, <laughs> gone. Now they're gone. Yeah, and I haven't heard a thing about you know. Has anyone reached IKEA for comment? Someone else. So that may be us. I'm going to do a little research on that. Explain yourself, Ikea. <laughs> Get on the phone. Basically, to yeah. I want an explanation. Yeah, I, I want an explanation. I don't, I, I, I don't think it's unreasonable to ask them for an explanation. I mean, they don't have to give me one, but that doesn't mean it's going to stop me from asking. Yeah. Want to come on our show and tell us why you have disappointed tens of thousands of collectors? I don't know. I hope. I hope. I hope we'll be able to get an answer for the collecting community on that. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. I don't know. I'm going to try. Yeah. We'll reach out. And with that, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 750, the one we're calling. We can't uh, put that in post. Come on. <laughs> Come on. 752 the one we called f the ff to a close by first no, giving away wait. on social media yeah we got to do that i forgot <laughs> it was a smooth exit without being smooth or an exit it's like oh it's so much smoother what's happening oh we left behind the last five minutes of the show so speaking of which if you want to find me on the internet you can find me at fat dumbledore f-a-t D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. If you find me on Twitter, it's not me. I'm being impersonated by some rapscallion hooligans, and they're releasing sitting in cake content. I do not condone this. Is that true? Have we released? I mean, have they released <laughs> sitting in cake content? I'm not. I, I don't know if I uh, actually got it. I went to open it. Let me see here. <laughs> Let me do a search for Fat Dumbledore you? on Twitter. You are the Rapscallion? There is it? a... You really should get it. Fat Dumbled 71125, but that's not no. it. No, Fat Dumbledore. No, I thought I had it. If, if there's a Fat Dumbledore already, that's actually almost funnier. <laughs> With some other dude in the world, like, you know what would be a great handle for everything? 
<laughs> Dumbledore, and then he tries to do. Dumb he tries to get one everyone else. Out. There's Fat Domblid seven one one two. There is Fat Dumbledore. Wait, wait, he's wait. Is that is that you? I don't think join, I, I tried join to join January it. January twenty four. Yeah, I can't find it. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. But it's okay. Cool. We secured you, you my. Do it. I did. did you do it. But I think oh, I lost okay. the password it's already. Here. Yeah, we'll it's, figure it out. It's here. Definitely here. What about you, Kev? Where are you on the internet? I'm hiding in Fortnite as Big Kev GS. In a bush. BK geek stuff everywhere else, I suppose. Kev is book is bush wookieing it. I don't know what that means. You're hiding in a bush. Ooh, and... I, I found my last tweet though. How long Nine, ago was that? 92823. Dear Hasbro, please release Fortnite from your shitty grasp. You have utterly failed the fans of this franchise by locking it up when two different companies did better than you with the six-inch line. You're a terrible company which does nothing but ruin properties. Who would have thought that that the last thing Kev tweeted about was Hasbro doing something fucking stupid. Your company's bad and you should feel bad. Here's one from 11-19-21. Suddenly everyone is on the Ming-Na bandwagon. How many can say they were fans of Jing Mei Deb Chen? For that matter, who remembers the royal fanfare in the land of make believe? Don't cozy up to her now. She's been awesome a long time before now. Fairweather geeks. Scott, where are you on the internet? Where, you can where find do you me tweet? at Pi Day Scott. Uh, yeah, all over. Um, and by the way, that is that is the account that I set up that Fat Dombledore within the, so I gotta figure it out and try to actually get Fat Dombledore. For some reason it didn't work. It's there! It's someone has it. That's Did no I no, that's it? that's me. That's oh, it. Just reset the password and then let's let's get some. But no, it doesn't have the right name. It's it added numbers to the end for some reason, so I've gotta create a new one. No, uh-uh, you're wrong. It what it did was hold on. It 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 didn't add that to the name. Hold on, I'm gonna show you. Fat Dom Blay Door. Oh, this episode is going to be called uh, Sitting in Cake. <laughs> yeah, it says at Fat Domblet 71. I think that does that automatically, but the name is Fat Dumbledore. Yeah, but you can make the name anything. It should be uh, at Fat okay. Dumbledore, so I gotta I gotta sign out and get that. Figure figure that out before um the actual fat Dumbledore does. Right. Create an account. Uh, all right. All right. And then, Kev, when can they find you? We did that already. We already did that. Oh, all right. Then take us to, take us out. And with that, we will... Wait, hold on. Wait one sec. Take our first and only goodbye. That's true. Go ahead, Sandwich. You want to do it? On this week's episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 752, I, I said we're sitting in cake. How do we feel? What do we feel about the title? It's FDFF. 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 My bad. 752, FDFF. To a close, the way we end some episodes by saying.
Good night, Tony Janios. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. Good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>